this is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on the 23rd day of April 2021. Fed cattle trade stayed at $1 lower compared to last week on a live basis. Prices on a live basis were primarily 120 to 122 while dress prices were mostly 191 to 193 The five area weighted average prices through Thursday were $121.36 live, down $0.57 cents compared to last week, and $192.11 dress, down $3.52 from a week ago. A year ago, prices were $96.95 live and $154.27 dressed. Precipitous is the word that comes to mind as it relates to finished cattle markets and live cattle futures contracts because that is the type of price decline that has taken place this week. Seasonal beef demand is strengthening, which is sending beef prices higher, but cattle feeders are watching fed cattle prices decline as packers have an ample supply of cattle to hang on the rail. This is one challenge that must be navigated with a non-storable product such as cattle. The primary method the beef industry navigates this situation is by keeping cattle on grass longer. However, cattle cannot be kept indefinitely. The supply of market-ready cattle will likely have to wane before cattle feeders gain much leverage. At midday Friday, the choice cutout was $283.32, up a dollar and a penny from Thursday and up $6.38 from a week ago. The select cutout was $272.41, down a dollar and 28 cents from Thursday and up $3.28 from last week. The choice select spread was $10.91 compared to $7.81 a week ago. Total beef production year-to-date is about 8 billion pounds, which is nearly a 3.6% increase in production year-over-year year and a 6.9% increase over 2019. Similarly, exports of beef muscle cuts year-to-date are approximately 4.1% greater than the same period last year. It has been clear that domestic production of beef has been strong as has been domestic and international demand for U.S. beef throughout the pandemic. The question to answer now is how de demand for beef will change as the economy and consumers attempt to transition back to lifestyles prior to the pandemic. Many consumers have not been able to travel, which means a large portion of their disposable income could be shifted to eating experiences. However, as consumers begin to travel more and restaurants open to larger capacities, it is not known how disposable income expenditures will shift. It is likely domestic demand may soften as disposable income shifts but international demand may pick up the slack as exports remain strong and more strength is evident in China. Based on Tennessee weekly auction market data, steer prices were 3 to $6 lower compared to last week, while heifer prices were steady to $3 lower compared to a week ago. Slaughter cow prices were 2 to $3 lower, while bull prices were 2 to $5 lower compared to the previous week. Whiplash is a serious condition in the cattle markets this week as prices for all classes of cattle were thrown into reverse while the vehicle was still moving forward. There's no doubt that many in the industry thought feeder cattle had been overvalued in the futures market based on expected feed prices and live cattle prices. However, it took corn prices making another run this week for feeder cattle futures to tumble. Corn prices have increased a dollar per bushel in less than three weeks, with more than half of that increase occurring this week. The quick rise in corn prices resulted in the April feeder cattle contract price decreasing more than $12 per hundredweight the past two weeks, while the August contract has declined similarly. There is no way to know if the market will recover or how much it will recover if it does. Traders tend to overreact in one direction and then the other, which may be the case in today's market. However, that means nothing to the cattle producer who needs to market cattle in the near term other than it influences the price received. How can a person stress enough the importance of managing price risk? One can hope the market rebounds over the next few days and weeks, but the likelihood of the market moving back to previous highs is slim. For a significant rebound, feed prices will have to decline considerably while demand for finished cattle and beef will have to increase. The market has shown its ability to be frustrating the past several weeks, but it has offered sellers a long window of marketing opportunity. 
The market is now going to offer buyers an opportunity to secure inventory at a lower price. There was a question this week about all the different methods that have been proposed to achieve adequate negotiated trade and true price discovery in the finished cattle market. There has been proposed legislation as well as efforts by NCBA that is a voluntary framework, but NCBA's voluntary framework could lead to them pushing for a policy framework if packers and cattle feeders do not meet minimum thresholds. For those interested in the specifics, the information can be found from several sources online. However, it is important for interested parties to understand that any type of mandate or policy will increase costs to the industry directly in two ways. The first way is that it will increase transaction costs between packers and feedlots as they will be forced to negotiate prices each and every week. This, is not, this does have a cost. The second cost will be in, in enforcing the mandate and regulations. There is always a cost associated with the enforcement of mandates and it could get expensive. This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on Friday, April 23rd.